In this episode of The Full Nerd, Ryzen's second generation and AMD responds to GPP. Welcome to The Full Nerd, episode 48. I'm your host, Gordon Ung, with co-host Brad Charkas. Friday. And back by popular demand is Elena. Everybody's been wondering where she is. Hi, I'm back. Finally not busy with work. And, of course, controlling the vertical and horizontal is Adam Patrick Murray. And we've already... Hey, (laughs) Gordon, man. Happy 420, dude. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, we're here on a Friday. 420, man. How you doing? I I was going to say Adam will then try to sidetrack us, but we've already been sidetracked before we started. I don't know how much of this is going to be included on the YouTube. But you will see it. You don't actually want to hear it or see it. I don't recommend it. Dude, everyone loves going to YouTube to see the sick fat clouds on 420, man. <laughs> it, it's like Poochie. Do you remember Poochie from The Simpsons? Uh, <laughs> you know, this year is going to be especially interesting just because it's legal now in California. But uh, I don't know. What are you know. talking about? It's legal now in California. Well, so that means like everybody can do it. Yeah, G- Gordon is not going to address uh, marijuana or its legality, but I will say. Uh, thanks to the, the our fine folks over on Twitch uh, for their their uh, subscriptions uh, and, and donations. I did find one of my RGB fidget spinners. Oh my goodness! Uh, I, I believe that, that was Rusty Shackelford. Uh, so yeah, I did that. Thank you. That's that like seizure nice. inducing. Where do you get know, those glasses? Right? What 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 man? These are just my eyes. I'm just. I need some drops, dude. What? <laughs> That that is just like Poochie. I don't know why. Just remember. I think it's a backwards hat. Oh, it is. We will know that is Simpsons reference. That is a Simpsons. You can see, and you know what happened to Poochie, Adam? What? They. I think they remember. They just wrote him out of the show, and they had him like he was the most unpopular cartoon character in the whatever in the the made up cartoon show in the cartoon show, and then they actually killed him (laughs) all. Nice. Aliens came and took him away. Nice. Only in the way the Simpsons could do it. Uh, yeah. Ryzen. Ryzen, man. Let's <laughs> talk about Ryzen. some Ryzen. I'm surprised the Simpsons haven't talked about Ryzen yet. Everybody's talking about Ryzen. I mean, everybody's talking about the amazing... All right, I all guess... The cores, in, all right? the cores. Speaking of whoever missed it yesterday, because it wasn't a live show, we actually talked with Jim Anderson, yes. AMD's Senior Vice President yep. of Computing Graphics, all about Ryzen and a whole lot of other stuff. So yeah, definitely you missed that. Watch it. I Watch watched it, it yesterday. Yes. While and we work. didn't we didn't run it live because we couldn't. Uh, we pre-recorded it because you know uh, Jim had some important stuff to do. But again, Jim is way up there in the corporate uh, pecking structure. So uh, that was a I was a really uh, really fun interview. I think so. He talked about a lot more than just Ryzen too. We asked him about yep. chip design, all kinds of other mobile. Stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just in case you missed it, you should definitely go back and watch it because it was a uh, it was a good episode. He did also tell us he liked PC more than console. I think too. No, did he, he did not. Uh, yeah, he he did. was very uh, yeah. diplomatic, and then Brad agreed with the diplomatic answer. Well, he, I heard it. He he was signaling he liked it. PC gaming more than I think console. He was reading into it. He was winking. Uh-huh. I think he was signaling. He like that. wink twice. Yeah, wink twice yeah, if you're wink, in danger. Wink, <laughs> Get me out of here. Gordon <laughs> setting me up. Uh, along those lines, though. Uh, a- and enigmatastic on uh, I think that's how you say it on Twitch. Uh, you you know, uh, and Jim uh, talked about this a little bit yesterday. Uh, it's unclear whether the twenty seven hundred X is a replacement of the seventeen hundred uh, or a uh, a separate or the eighteen hundred X. Yeah, so kind of talk about that. A little I'll bit. talk about that. So uh, I asked Jim specifically: Is, is there going a twenty eight hundred coming? Because I mean, it's not a direct replacement. And he, the, when you agree, I, I really think he, I felt he sort of leaned more towards like, yeah, 2700X replaces 1800X and 2700X. Their marketing collateral does actually indicate that as well, because they basically have yes. both parts in the stack. You know. He said that. He did say that. But I think he also said a couple of times in that interview that he would never preclude anything that could be coming down the pipeline as well. Sure. So yep. it was a, one of those very diplomatic, I can neither confor- con- confirm nor deny that there will be one, but there's nothing that's been announced at this time. Right, right. Very, and uh, and they, they said they considered a replacement for both. Yes. Yeah, which I, you know, I understand. I, I personally don't believe that. My personal theory is they know there's an eight core 
um, Coffee Lake coming, right? So I got to figure they're saving 2800X to hopefully compete with whatever move Intel ten makes. cores. That's my thought. <laughs> but who knows, right? Yeah, it could be 10 cores. <laughs> could they do? <laughs> <laughs> no, because they don't have the dies, I don't think. Probably but. not, but I'm just saying. I would think it would be, Funny. They've, they've kept, they've basically been, been keeping the very best chips for a 2800X part, right? We'll see. I mean, that's my thought. I mean, you, they know it's coming. But then, I mean, oh, so let's actually, let's fill people in. If people, yes. I mean, Fresh anybody who is into the topic already knows Ryzen uh, second generation is a pretty awesome part. Uh, essentially, the the same part, 12 nanometer, uh, big mess, uh, greatly reduced latency in, in the cache as well as uh, main memory somewhat. And the big deal is higher clocks. So they've really sort of figured out all the issues. Yep. That plagued Ryzen 1. You know, it really didn't hold higher clocks all the time. Even, even we're not talking about an all-core clock, but if you got, like, four threads, uh, sometimes the 1700X or 1800X, it would pull down out of its turbo mode, and it just ran at its, its lower, lower step, right? So Anytime with, you went past two, yeah. Yeah. So Ryzen Gen 2 fixes that, and they are just running all the cores at, at a higher uh, clock speed almost most of the time, right? So... The big message, not necessarily IPC. I actually did some IPC testing yesterday. We'll talk about that later. But it's just, you know, it really helps uh, Ryzen get a lot closer to 8700K in those lightly threaded tasks, which was its weakness, right? The first gen branching part. Yep. So, so the Precision Boost 2, which is their overclocking technology, if you have the headroom, it used to crap out after two cores, basically. Yeah. Hmm. Now it crosses across all the cores until the very end. And it's the same with XFR2, which is it'll give you more head. If you have thermal headroom, if your cooling is sufficient, it'll give you more performance. That also scales across all cores now. So Right. Mm. Yeah. So the, it's actually interesting because, you know, I didn't really test it with a very high-end cooler. I used the, the stock cooler. Um, they said if you added in, you know, a big, fat-ass Naptua, then um, you actually get a few more, a little more performance because it'll clock it up higher. So. And that's even going from a decent cooler to, you know, a more decent cooler, so. Uh, so uh, Moxel over on Twitch is uh, theorizing that maybe they're uh, binning the higher clocking chips uh, for a 2800 uh, release, you know, so it's still eight cores, but maybe even higher clocks. Yeah, that's my yeah. guess, right? I mean, that's what I would think, because I don't know if they can go up in core count in this die. Um, I would think they're just going to, they're going to go higher clocks, so. That's my guess. That's if I were AMD, I'd definitely like have something ready. You know, it's coming. Also, side note: uh, Nathan Lowry over on uh, on Twitch was uh, asking, "Did they really? Ha did we really have lawyers uh, here in the room with us <laughs> during the interview?" Well, they weren't actually. We joke. So, uh, AMD is in a quiet period, which is it's a public company, and there's a certain time when public companies, uh, due to shareholder responsibilities, cannot talk about anything that might influence the stock. Um, and uh, the SEC is the one that comes in and throws you in a prison cell. There are actually uh, two AMD people here. I was kidding, but I one of them was the uh, an AM, AMD you know person that probably would have run over and slapped the mic out of our our, <laughs> our faces if we had said something that would have cut the feed. Cut yeah. the feed. But it just if you saw the like, camera we're, we're just not, slam not... over to the ground, it would have been because I'm like sorry, we'd said uh, something we're not that live. Would get them in trouble with the SEC. I I will say Jim did not. He was very careful to to avoid it. So. There were a lot of questions we couldn't ask, of course, because, you know, hey, when you're talking when you're talking about the lawyers, it's a serious business. There were not lawyers for sure. It would be cool though, right? The <laughs> Disney lawyers are outside though. Disney lawyers are outside. So, uh, <laughs> watching you, Gordon, on your your awesome review video uh, that people can check out on YouTube. Uh, you get into all the benchmarks and all that stuff, uh, especially comparing it to the eighty seven hundred K. What? Um, how do you think this this falls in line with all the chips? So, I, I saw a lot of comments on that review video of, of people saying like. Well, I still don't know what I should buy, you know, like from first gen to second gen, you know, like which which mother should I get the updated motherboards like, sure. you know, maybe let's dip into the that a little bit. Yeah. So uh, if performance, the multi-threaded message is still there. It kicks the crap out of a core better than six core. Ninety five percent of the time there are some things where <laughs> Intel does get really close. Right. But ninety five percent of the time in heavy loads, Ryzen seven first gen would would smoke eighty seven hundred K. The big problem was in gaming. A lot of the problems were also in those lightly threaded apps. Uh, 
Ryzen second generation really helps that. You know, you get that extra three, four hundred, five hundred, you know, clock up, and it gets a lot closer to where Coffee Lake is in the lighter loads. Generally, still slower in gaming. You know, maybe it depends though. So we're talking at games that are, are or resolutions and, and settings that are not GPU limited. You know, it might be ten percent slower. Um, I, I suppose it could open up a little bit more at even lower game settings, but for the most part, maybe 10%, maybe 7% slower in some games. Uh, once you get up to, you know, actually settings people use, and I was actually kind of surprised, like uh, 1080p, ultra 1080p, very high on a lot of games, pretty much mostly a tie, right? And of course, if you go to 1440, 1600p, 4K, it's a wash. So for the most part, what Ryzen second generation fixes is all those concerns in games and all those concerns on the, on lightly threaded apps where Coffee Lake did really have an advantage where even KB Lake, you could make an argument that, hey, yeah, KB Lake, Coffee Lake, it was actually a better chip. And honestly, yeah, I would say that. If you were only going to play games, KB Lake, Coffee Lake <laughs> was probably a better part for a lot of people if you didn't really care about all the heavy-duty uh, applications. What second gen really fixes, though, is that that gaming performance, that low, lightly threaded stuff, and the pricing thing. The pricing thing, I think, is really the thing that, that really changes the whole equation this time. Because you're getting that cooler in the box in addition to the pricing being lower. So, what is it, 329 for the 2700X, and you get the uh, fancy RGB Wraith yep. Prism cooler. Um, and then, what's Coffee Lake 8700K going for on the street now? Like 350? 350 yeah, 350 to 360. Yeah, and you still have to buy an air cooler of some sort. Right. There's nothing uh, in the box. Things, oh, sorry. I think you didn't get into much in your review, but also plays into the cost equation, I think, is the fact that with Coffee Lake, you have to buy one of the high-end uh, Z370 uh, yes. motherboards in order to overclock. Right. Whereas with AMD, if you're just going to have a single graphics card and you want to overclock, you can get a cheaper B350 board, not right. necessarily one of the higher-end X370 boards or X470 right. boards. So yeah. that just balances out the equation even more. Yeah, there, I mean, there's a lot of things that I, I think is uh, is total cost of build. Of course, this is somebody doing a clean sheet build, right? You're coming from, right. I need to throw away my old hardware because it's so ancient, and I need to buy something new. Clearly, if you already have existing hardware, that's not part of it. Right. So. But um, I'm not sure. Do we actually answer the question, which was, should you get first gen or second gen, right? Because one of the things I noticed in your charts and one of the things you talked about in your video is that with all the subsequent work that went into, you know, BIOS patches or updates and so on and so forth, games getting more better support, right. the performance of the first gen Ryzen chips actually has increased since its launch. Mm -hmm. And so, I mean, how much percentage of uh, increased performance are we getting with second gen Ryzen over like first gen, because you compared the 1700X against the 2700X. Right. And so you, I think you can speak a little bit to like how much that delta is, right? Yeah, so 1700X versus 2700X, it's everywhere from 23% to 16%. It's 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 much, much faster than the original 1700X. 1800X, of course, is going to close that gap, um, but it's also going to cost more. Uh, I don't know if you're going to, and remember, even if you bought, it's kind of funny, it almost works against them. If you were at a store and you say, hey, they've got a 1700X with no cooler versus a 2700X with a cooler, take the cooler plus nice cooler. performance. Yeah, nice cooler. Although I will say I've been, there have been a lot of people in their, their YouTube comments that were saying, these these coolers are crap. They're horrible. I've had one. And of course, he had the Wraith Max. He didn't have the Wraith Prism. The Wraith Prism is actually got direct key pipe. So it is a redesign. But yeah, I mean, no, this is this is not a this is not a ninety dollar noctual cooler. Let's not fool ourselves, right? This, this is not ten yeah. pounds of metal on there. This is not a you know a double rad CLC, but it's a it's a really good cooler for the money, which is free, right? So I, <laughs> how do you complain about that? It's a really good that? stock cooler. I mean, you would go. It's better or equivalent, probably, to the hybrid two one two that you would go get for thirty bucks. Yeah, it has RGBs. Yeah, I mean it's better because it's got. I don't, you know, I don't know about performance. I don't know if it would outperform our two one two. It might. Who knows? Somebody would have to test that. But it definitely outperforms it in lights, and that is important. <laughs> to it's. I mean, it's a, you go and look at our review. I had a video of it. It's a three zone lighting. You can change the logo, the uh, fan cowl, and you can actually change the fan colors, and you can change patterns. And <laughs> I've never seen this before. It's actually made by Cooler Master. But you can actually uh, do an SOS message. So if you want to uh, say what? AMD rules or, what? you know, 
Morse code, you mean? Morse code or help me, I'm trapped in North Korea. Amazing. Right? You could actually (laughs) type that message in, and then the cooler will blink that out in SOS. Oh, Oh, did you do that for the video? Tell me you hit it. No, I should have, right? I should have. I should have done it. Help me, I'm being held captive in North Korea. (laughs) Held captive by SEC lawyers. SEC lawyers, yes. Uh, So it's not a bad cooler for the money again, you know, and, but yeah, getting back to your question, uh, 1700X versus 2700X, there's a big delta. And I think enough to say like, I would not, I would not buy a 1700X over a 2700X at the same time. If I had a 1700X, would I go out and buy 2700X? No. If I had an 1800X and I bought it, would I go out and buy 2700X? You know, most likely not. I mean, I just don't really see it. You do get a performance increase, but is it really enough to justify trying to sell that part? Does somebody use, are you really, it would have to, you'd have to have a really good um, way to get out of the original part. Starting clean sheet, yeah. There's no 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 doubt you're going to go for second gen. So unless uh, we see a fire sale, I guess. Well, yeah, fire sale is one thing, or you know. Well, say say starting fresh. Uh, sure, okay. You know what? I I, I picked second gen Ryzen, but which motherboard uh, should mm. I get? That's you know that's the other <sighs> question I've been seeing here. People, I actually have a primer that I posted on mm-hmm. PC oh, World oh. today. What? PC World time to shine. Nice. <laughs> Updating. Uh, I did. They originally published it last year with the first gen boards, but now there's X470 boards, so I updated to include all that. Uh, if you're a gamer, the sweet spot is really the B350 boards. So all the first gen mm-hmm. motherboards still work with second gen Ryzen, because uh, that'll give you what you need, B350. It'll let you overclock, etc. If you're looking to really overclock the hell out of your chip, then you might want to consider going up to an X370 motherboard. Uh, or if you want to run multiple GPUs, because X370 motherboards tend to have more premium materials, you know, better overclocking. They're the only ones that can run dual GPUs. Uh, Which Brad they just is int- firmly in favor of. Yeah. That's why I started with B350. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> to go with this launch, they also just introduced X470 motherboards, which actually have even more advanced power stuff to handle the higher clocks of these second-gen Ryzen chips. Um, it also has a technology called Storamize, so you can use an SSD to cache your uh, uh, tier. micro tier, tier, micro tier, whatever, your uh, hard drive. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that's about it. It can overclock a little bit better in X370. So th- for most people, the sweet spot would be B350, I think. If you're looking to overclock the heck out of something, okay. consider moving up. Although, right. doesn't the X470 boards come with uh, the redesigned like Ryzen Master software? Well, it's really for all boards. You know, that'd be interesting. I Ryzen Master the the, the latest version should work in either uh X370 or X470, I imagine. I have not tested that. It's actually a good question. Some you should never assume, right? I I should ask AMD that. Yeah, that wasn't clear from everything I've been I was, reading. And I was reading to. the AMD Reddit yesterday, hmm. and they were saying that uh the new they can get the new Ryzen Master software to work with older chips, but it won't show the new features with first gen mm. chips. So like right. the like the uh, which which die is actually the the best one yeah, yeah. which yeah. core right? so Ryzen Master for those who yeah, don't know it it actually tells you which is the best core on each CCX mm-hmm. which is the second best core and then the other two are back of the class not going to Washington DC this year <laughs> and also you can do per core uh, CCX overclocking with it so a lot of really cool stuff only in second gen only second support in second gen I'm gonna guess you can do that in X370 once the new BIOSes are up or whatever but so work with the motherboards or sorry with whatever motherboard you have but it's only some of those features are only applicable to the new chips yes got it yeah so if you have a 1800x it doesn't work it shouldn't work I imagine and store MI is also only uh, 400 series. It is not for the older ones, although uh, this is a uh, sort of subset of Nmodus's Fuse Drive, which they talked about at CES. And uh, what it does, this it's I always want to call it caching, and I do the same wrong thing with Optane, but it is uh, it is actually micro tearing. It is not actually caching because cache you just kind of like flush. Um, what it does is it looks at the data and it decides what to put on your SSD what to put on the hard drive and actually one more cool feature that this does do where it does actually cache is you could say hey take two gigs of my whatever 16 gigs of ram and use that as a cache for the ssd Mm. 
So, Man, do you know how much RAM costs these days, Gordon? I know. <laughs> <laughs> Where exactly do you save there, I guess, right? Um, uh, well, real quick. Yeah, go ahead. We have a... Uh, oh, were you going to finish that thought? or No, no. no. Uh, good question from uh, that's been sitting around from, from Max V. Linnae on YouTube. I don't know. Uh, thoughts on how some reviewers have had different experiences with uh, second-gen Ryzen. I know uh, Jay's Two Cents had uh, had some problems with his uh, second-gen again. Uh, yeah, I, I've heard the, the... What I understand with... And I've, I met Jay's uh, Two Cents at... Um, at Computex last year for the first time. He's a tall dude. And I think the <laughs> yeah. problem is he's, <laughs> he's too so tall. tall. The theory I heard is he's too tall to get down there. Because these benches are low. Even <laughs> I, They hurt my back. You're bent over all these three systems. You're testing everything. It hurts your back after a while. He's too tall. He just had bad luck. In fact, that's the second time he's had bad luck. His APU was bunk, had problems. And he had problems with he blew up an SSD right before he was doing his testing. Um, yeah, and it was actually like a, I think it was a bad... Uh, it was a bad SATA power connector, but you could barely see it. So there was like a bent pin inside the power supply that smoked the uh. SSD you had, apparently. Um, uh, I, you know, this this is normal. I, I, I th- do think this is a weakness. When you go out and you look at all the reviews, they they shouldn't all match up because they're all different. Everybody uses different RAM settings. Everybody uses different storage. You know, some people... Uh, and when people, when AMD and Intel do seed programs for reviews, they seed motherboards way, way back. Intel would only give you an Intel motherboard because that's what they sort of calibrated against. These days, they they get board partners to send them boards, and then they seed them. They like to spread love. That's why, like I did my testing with MSI. Uh, some people did it with Gigabyte. Some people did it with ASUS. So you've just got all these different variations between different motherboards, different RAM, different storage, and then different BIOS settings. And then, you know, um, it's going to be different. And then also we don't all test at the same resolution. So <laughs> I don't think you should try to take what I did and compare it to somebody else without looking at what everybody tested at. And then also sitting back and thinking, well, what, how did they, why, why might this be different? So I know uh, Anontech did have some issues, I think. I, I wasn't following it too closely. I don't know if Brad did or not. But there are some of their gaming performance, I think, was a little different. And again, but, you know, as a reviewer, I also sort of, I ran maybe six, seven games. And then I sort of chose things I want to show, like show the overall message. Overall, and let's let's be clear about this, Coffee Lake is still faster. KB Lake was faster than in Gen 1 Ryzen. Coffee Lake is still faster than Gen 2 Ryzen in gaming, 1080p especially, right, at medium to high. Um, but is it enough, to, in my book, to outweigh the cost advantage of what you're getting out of Ryzen second generation? No. And then also, we also have to remember that a lot, of, as you mentioned earlier, things we're in a different world now. When Ryzen Gen 1 came out, it was pre-Spectre, pre-Meltdown, you know, it was, a, it was a heck, I mean, the OSs were different. I think that was Creators Update. We're all now on Fall Creators Update. The guidance was from AMD to test only in Fall Creators Update for the best performance. You got new drivers, you got new BIOSes, and everything has gotten a lot better for Ryzen. So as, you know, Ryzen has gotten better, we've sort of everybody's figured out, you've got game patches, and then you give Intel its, you know, Spectre Meltdown haircut, it gets a lot closer. Last year it was 20%, this year it might be 7 to 10%, so... Um, it's going to be different. It's going to be different. So it just, you have to sort of, this is the message is you should be a discriminating consumer of all information. Don't trust everything <laughs> I say. Don't trust everything on tech or legit reviews or hot hardware. Just, you got to look at everything, read the reviews, how it was done, and then make a judgment based on the data. So that's why you share your work. Yep. That's why you, you show what work. settings you use, yep. what resolutions you use. It's all the context. Nice. Yeah. Although I just cheated and downloaded the graphs. There's a, <laughs> there's a third party it's in so Mumbai easy, that know? I just like. They just generate it. In fact, so... we're we're in fact we're 3D rendered right now. It's pretty good. <laughs> so easy. Right now, in particular, it's a real complicated time to be testing too. Although Rise, uh, Gordon totally handled this review. I don't have firsthand knowledge, but with all the different BIOSes going around, with meltdown and mech, meltdown inspector, uh, usually when you're testing new motherboard chipsets like X470. BIOS updates come fast and furious in the lead up to launch, mm. so it, it's complicated. Yep, reviewing a CPU before it comes right. out. So, um, you know that we, we've got 
some people uh, talking about this in the in both all, all three chats uh um but I'll I'll bring up Clayman's question uh you know talking about Threadripper what's what's next for Threadripper now that we've seen uh, second gen rise and what do you, what do you think uh that means i'm trying to think of what i can say i i can't they said, that they said there will be second gen thread ripper this year second gen thread ripper is coming this year and i will say i understand that uh amd is already stocking up parts for that so you know hint right clearly we can see where that's going so so uh 48 cores confirmed I don't know about number cores. I, I mean, do you think we're going to go higher? I don't know. Well, I think everyone should watch that interview with Jim because yeah. <laughs> he does talk about that. Yeah. The uh, I would expect the same base underlying improvements that you saw with second gen Ryzen to apply to second gen Dead Ripper, though the higher clocks, the whatnots, all that stuff. Right. And you know, actually, it's one thing I don't think I, I. It's been such a long time, but I never was able to find out because i mean thread rippers you know socket was different than epic right they didn't you couldn't take an epic and drop it in a thread or you can take a thread ripper and drop it in an epic um what was never really clear to me and i although i think gosh i think james Pryor may have answered this and i i probably just forgot but i always wanted to know so there are inside a thread ripper there are four chips right each of those currently contains you know space where you would put eight you know eight cpu cores each i never found out whether so two of those are basically just you know dead chips spacers to to give it structural integrity i never did find out well if you actually did populate those with live you know chips could you could does the thread ripper uh socket support all four hot dies is what i want to know and i don't think i ever got an answer to hmm. so, stay tuned yeah stay tuned right i mean could, i mean you never know amd could go crazy right they could say yeah 24 24 cores thread ripper uh, so over on Twitch, uh, Metal Saber Wolf uh, is saying, "What would happen? Uh, you know, App- Apple's moving away from Intel chips, going to make their own. Uh, they're asking, uh, is there a possible a possible chance that they could choose AMD instead? What do you think? I think it's a possibility. Although I would, I would think there'd be a better chance of them buying up AMD wholesale <laughs> rather than being a customer. <laughs> it does have a lot more liability." Uh, there are, would also be issues because of licensing issues with AMD and Intel. Um, I, honestly, I still don't believe in AMD, Apple's even going to do that. I, 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 the day that Apple doesn't make an x86 Macintosh oh. is, and they try to move it to power ARM, PC. is the end of the Macintosh. Bring back I'm power sorry. PC. That's, that's what I sort of see that that they're that going. But yeah, but it's interesting though. It's an interesting thought because the new Mac is coming out next year. The Mac Pro, the desktop one. Yeah, right. Mm. Not going to look like a trash can. That's uh, and it's interesting because it's for content creators theoretically. Macs, right? And I mean, Ryzen shines when you're creating content. So, gonna be interested to see what that's stocked with. Yeah, and you know, I think I read something recently where Facebook is developing its own ASICs now. Right. Yeah. All, all those big companies that run hundreds and thousands of servers <laughs> do do stuff like that. Right. And, you know, the main reason they do this, I think, of course, you know, you'll never know from from them. Right. They're saying, no, we really believe in this. It's because they don't like paying Intel. Intel is the number one supplier of CPUs to data centers in the entire world. And <laughs> Intel makes bank on <laughs> on data center. Um, Facebook. Google, Amazon, they have nothing to negotiate with Intel. What are they going to say? Intel's like, what are you, you going to switch to? Why don't you try to run, run some of those ARM chips you're developing, right? How about that PowerPC thing? How's that going for you? Right? So I, I do think they, they like saying, oh, well, we're going to do this, so you need to give us a better price. So Nice. We'll uh, see. Over over on uh, Facebook, uh, we got a AJ Starling. Uh, he's uh, saying productivity in Ryzen twenty seven hundred X looks better than eighty seven hundred K. Will optimization make the Ryzen twenty seven hundred X better in gaming, or is it an issue with eighty seven hundred K won't be beat? I think we're sort of at probably the limits of what you can get out of uh, OS driver BIOS optimizations. Although maybe they could squeeze a little more out of BIOS. Uh, the big issue is games. I think there could be more game optimizations going forward. And as we do hopefully approach the DirectX 12 world, it'll get better for them, possibly. Mm-hmm. But I will say, I I should have, I forgot, I didn't mention this, but I did do IPC <coughs> testing. Yesterday, I ran the 1700X, the uh, 8700K, and the 2700X, all set to 3 gigahertz. 
3200 CL14, and uh, Coffee Lake was about 5% faster. So I'll mm-hmm. update my, my review actually on the website today as well, so you can see a chart. But 5%, and they still have a 5% uh, IPC increase. Uh, last year, they probably had an 8% IPC increase because, you know, Spectre meltdown, you, you take a little bit of a of a hit. So I don't, I, it's hard for me to see uh, Ryzen outperforming 8700K in clocks and IPC. I think uh, something important to keep in mind, too, is that, yes, although the, the 2700K or 2700X, pardon me, flashback, uh, <laughs> might not be the fastest gaming chip in the world because the 8700K is. To be within 7 to 10% of that is really, really good. And that 7 to 10% only shows up in edge cases when right. you're running at very, very, very high frame rates. Right. And... So, like, you also got to ask yourself, will your eye even notice the difference between 154 frames per second versus 162 frames per second kind right. of a deal? Right. Although, so, I mean, there are, there's always there's always asterisks. Asterisks would be there are some games uh, where 2700 is as fast, in fact, faster. But that's probably the, the newer exception, games. right? Newer games. Yeah. I, I will say, though, I have a, 200, a 240 hertz panel sitting out there. It's 1080p. You know, I have a 1080 Ti. Should I run an 8700K overclocked or should I run a 2700X overclocked? Uh, you know, if you really want to hit, get anywhere near your 240 hertz frame rate, you know, I would go with 8700K. But that's a pretty... That's very much an edge case. Very edge Brad case. Mentioned. Yes. Is that an edge or... You need, okay, that's right. Like I have 100 and I'm sitting here using a 144 hertz monitor at 1440p and the 1800X drives it just fine. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, that is. We should make that clear to everyone. It, again, 4K, 1600p, 1440p. It doesn't matter. Even a lot of 1080p at ultra, it's close enough. There's no difference. So, uh, we got a, uh, a question that uh, was asked a little earlier. Uh, sorry, it took so long to get to it. Uh, small fluffy rodent uh, on Twitch is asking: Any guess for release of B450 boards, or is it not planned? I can I I. Wouldn't be surprised if they released them just so there's new hardware, but there's really not a huge reason to roll out a whole new motherboard refresh, I think, for these second-gen Ryzen parts, because the existing B350, X370, A320 boards will run them just fine. Uh, The reason it was a big deal for the Intel chips is because it uses a whole new chipset. So when Coffee Lake first came out, the only motherboards you could use with it were the high-end Z370. So that's why everyone was waiting for the rest of the refresh. I think there's no pressing reason to wait for a 400 series board. Although, I, I got to say, dude, I was just thinking earlier when you mentioned the, the B-series uh, chipset, you guys kind of, like, that, that whole, like, B, like, marketing kind of letter just kind of turns me off for some reason because it's like B is like budget, it's cheap, you know. Really? It's because they want you to upgrade to X370 <laughs> and Z370, man. I guess, but I just started thinking, you know, because, you know, Brad, you hit a really good point. If you're a gamer, you don't need to buy a Z series or an X series for the most part, right? Unless, you know, you're not running multiple GPUs, you know, unless you want all the kind of cool looking beefy heat sinks in uh, RGB. Maybe they should, maybe it should be like a G series. Is there a G series chipset? There used to be, right? I don't know, but there's not now. It just seems like G four fifty would have a better ring and sort of market it to like. And gamers, for the most part, um, are more budgety. So I don't think there's any rhyme or reason to it. Well, Intel has B, so I think. <laughs> well, I'm know, just I'm just saying, like, it's what? like McDowell's and McDonald's <laughs> is what it comes down to. They got the Big Mac. We got the Big Mac. Coming to America. On YouTube. The big de- the big deal with 400 series motherboards, though, I mean, really, it's just minor improvements. You can overclock faster, handle second gen chips faster. I mean, B350 do you just fine. If you want the Store MI, which is really the flagship kind of feature for X470 boards, you can go buy that Fuse Drive software that uh, Gordon was talking about. It's like 20 bucks. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> Nmotus makes it e n m o t u s dot com. Uh, we got a really good question that just came in on uh, YouTube from uh, Adrian. Uh, so, what are you guys most hyped for? GDDR, I'm sorry, DDR4, GDDR6, HBM3, uh, if they don't skip to four, or maybe even PCIe 4.0. I know it's not Ryzen related, but I 
I just thought it was a good question. Wait, so what what are the choices again? Uh DDR4, GDDR6, HBM3, uh and PCIe4. But doesn't it mean DDR5? Yeah, I was about to ask. Yeah. Yeah, that's probably oh, what it means. Yeah. 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 Uh GDDR6 would be my pick. I don't get hyped about any of those. I don't get hyped <laughs> in general about yeah. any of those. They're incremental say... it seems. No, no, I so look, I I think the thing is I am I I maybe the word not not the correct word is hyped, but the one that's going to be the the less painful of all those will be GDDR6. Because Define less painful. Well, because I have lived through you know, SD RAM, the RAM bus wars, back in the, you know, the Clone Wars, the RAM wars, every memory transition, main memory transition, it's never fun. DDR4 was probably the smoothest I've ever seen, but it is never easy. It is never smooth. There's fighting, there's hand-wringing, there's yelling, there's shouting. DDR5 on systems, yeah, it'll come, it'll be better, but believe me, it's rarely ever worth it the money to be the early adopter except to say you have it which is worth it to some people it's going to be a pain it's always a pain uh hbm3 is like yeah sure those are going to be like oh yeah we have five video cards (laughs) (laughs) gddr6 is actually like one of those things that sort of like if you don't reach if you reach for that brass ring sometimes you fall off the horse onto your face into the dog poop so maybe it's better not to do it GDDR6, it'll come from, you know, AMD, it'll come from uh, NVIDIA in cards, and it'll be affordable, you know, and it won't be a pain. So that's that's the one I'm most excited, most about, excited for. But what about PCIe 4.0? Well, I mean, PCIe... Do you have something against that? No, no. So PCIe 4.0, but, you know, I've said this for a long time that I've met with the PCIC guys, and it's like, look, it's just like Cal Ripken. It's like you're boring, right? <laughs> <laughs> like, don't have you ever heard Cal Ripken's name? It was like when he retired. Holy smokes, this guy paid like 25,000 major league games and never missed a single one. That's like, so, I mean, it's great, but, you know, like Babe Ruth and like all these other people that broke all these records, did all these, they get all the attention. Like Cal Ripken, I respect that. That's great. <laughs> PCIe four is just gonna you'll like people will just like wake up one day. I'm like, oh, hey, my board has PCIe four. I didn't even know that. Yes, because your GPU doesn't use any of it, right? It's just like we are not even anywhere near scratching PCIe three, saturating PCIe three. So PCIe four is gonna be awesome. That's a good thing. PCIe those guys are like, there's no drama. It's just like it's just like it works. There isn't like just like things stop working, blue screens and all the normal screaming. It just works. That's a good thing. But Cal Ripken, the only thing we ever celebrated was the day he retired. Right? <laughs> wow. Really, really, really bring it That's a good Cal thing. Yeah. It's a good thing for it, Cal Ripken. It's a good thing that you're totally somehow <laughs> making sound boring and unimportant. Well, that's good. I mean that that's that's what you want. The PCIC people, that's what they want. Right. Yep. Why is that not exciting though? Uh, Consistency and stability seems like something that should be exciting. Well, nobody ever gets excited about building a new freeway, okay? And that's what it is. And that's what they do is they're building a new freeway. They're adding no, new lanes. No, no. This is more like making sure that every road in California does not have potholes. And given the state of infrastructure right now, I would be really excited yeah. for streets that have no <laughs> potholes. I, I think that's. I, I don't think that's fair because I, I really think so. PCI PCIe. Potholes implies like you're driving down the road, you hit a pothole, which I do all the time. But what I'm saying is that's the comparison, right? Where you're talking about how like RAM is so dramatic and it can be very, you know, just mark my difficult. words. Difficult can be very difficult for the transition. And the same thing with HBM three, where it's like, where is it? It's not coming. So that's to me like the equivalent of driving down a road with potholes, where maybe this you can go 120 miles per hour on this road, but if you hit that pothole, it's gonna suck. Versus just having a nice smooth lane at 45 miles per hour. <laughs> Look, I'm, I'm not I'm not dissing on on PCIe four. I think it's gonna be great. <laughs> it's just gonna work, and you won't care. You know what? You're driving down that new freeway. You don't like. You're excited for about five minutes, and the next three days, you don't. You know, for the rest of your life, you don't know, right? Because it's just there it works. That's awesome. That is the best thing about PC. There's no drama. That's that's what they're supposed to do when you do infrastructure. You're still excited about something else. No, but look. <laughs> hey, you know what? <laughs> GTX 1180 GDDR6. Give yep. you 12 gigs of GDDR6. Twice the memory bandwidth, half the power consumption. Look at the performance increase. Whoa, look at the green bar. It's so much longer, right? <laughs> that's something to get excited about. PCIe 4 that I don't use anything. I mean, I would, if PCIe 4 comes and it doesn't work, they've done their job. And, and again, those they deserve all the honor they get. Those guys, it works. 
Look at every other standard. Look at Thunderbolt 3. Look at US. everybody else. There's always fighting. There's always, like, stuff doesn't work, right? PCI is just going to come out. It'll be there, and you won't even notice. And that's a good so that, thing. But that's so why I'm excited question. about it. We know what Gordon is not hyped about. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, wow. yeah, because GDR6, GDR6 of all that entire list, GDDR6 is going to be the ones like, oh, damn, right? Ooh. HBM3, yeah, I, I think would be great, too. But, you know, I... I may not be alive be- when it actually comes out, so or enough enough quantity for us to actually have it. Yeah, so that's 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 why I'm that my issue. GDR six is my pick. All right. Well, uh, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> After that, now we're all awake. GDDR6 Do we have any time left? Uh, we've, we've got a little bit of time, uh, but I, is there anything else we want to cover before I transition for uh, for the next topic? No. I mean, uh, let's just take away. Ryzen 2, everything Ryzen 1 should have been. Well, Ryzen 2 Gen is everything Ryzen 1 Gen should have been. It's better. It's faster. It's smoother. They've polished out all the rough edges. It's cheaper. It's cheaper. And that's the, that's the thing that kills me. They've disrupted Intel again. They couldn't give it. They couldn't really make it cheaper because Intel's already squished them with prices on 8700K. So they say, hey, we'll, we'll give you a $50 cooler. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay, that's pretty good, right? But they've effectively lowered the price of the entire thing, and they've outcompeted Intel. So now Intel's only choice is to give you eight cores and really a decent cooler, right? Or an eight-core chip that outperforms it so much that you're willing to forego the extra 50 bucks in that cooler. Nice. Good stuff. Sweet. Uh, and definitely everyone go over to YouTube and check out, if you haven't already, uh, Gordon's review uh, where he brings up all the charts. He didn't print them out this time. Uh, we tried yes. something. that we He did a little Madden presentation. Yep. Uh, yep. And then also our Jim Anderson uh, from AMD interview uh, that ran yesterday morning. It was not live, but uh, I still think it's a, a good watch slash listen. And uh, just, you know. Uh, real quick before we go into the next one I just want to remind everyone that we also have an audio version of the full nerd uh, that you can get on any of your podcast apps you know from uh, from iTunes to um, Pocket Casts which is the one I use uh, so you know a lot of people don't realize that, that we have an audio version you can listen to us on the go in your ears uh, at any time of the day uh, now back to the show Gordon let's talk about some AMD versus NVIDIA GPP. Dun, dun, dun. So I, you know, honestly, I've been in the submarine underwater this whole time, but I guess Brad is up to it. What's what's up there? So we actually have confirmation of GPP. At least I saw a direct confirmation, not direct confirmation. But to recap quickly, NVIDIA GeForce partner program. It's been a brouhaha for what, a month now? Uh, Kyle Bennett, hard OCP. You guys actually interviewed him about it. Yeah. Said that uh, NVIDIA is... uh, pushing partners to agree to the GeForce Partner Program, and that would restrict them to using top gaming brands to NVIDIA cards alone. <clears throat> and there's been, you know, a lot of fury on the internet over that, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, earlier this week, I believe it was Tuesday. I'm not even sure what day today is, to be honest. It's been a long week. Uh, <laughs> Tuesday or Wednesday, maybe Monday, this week, Asus launched Ares-branded AMD Radeon exclusive cards. And that's going to be their new Radeon exclusive cards. There's not the interesting thing is they have strict cool strict coolers, all the coolers you used to see on their old Republic of Gamers cards, but they're no longer using the Republic of Gamers names with these, which gives credence to the GeForce Partner Program allegations. But the interesting thing is at the exact same time that was announced, AMD sent me an email, and they also published a blog post saying that these Aries branded cards are the first. Over the next the coming weeks, you can expect to see more board partners launch new brands carrying the Radeon name exclusively. So <clears throat> it sounds like, you know, that's an awful lot of smoke for fire and whatnot. You know what I mean? Right. And, you know, we had Kyle on. Uh, a lot of people still don't believe what he reported a month ago, saying that this program existed. Um, no one has independently confirmed it, but there certainly has been a lot of silence around it, right? So that makes And we've asked around. Nobody will, nobody will say anything. None of, <clears throat> none of the sources will say much of anything. Uh, but the interesting thing is at the same time, AMD published a blog post, put out like a slightly produced video and everything, committing to all these new brands coming out they'll give them freedom and pcs are open and about choice and real partnerships with real consistency and stuff like that 
and uh, the new Radeon boss, Scott Herkelman, who actually used to be a, a general manager for GeForce. He actually tweeted last night about how he was meeting partner resellers at an AMD sales event in London this week. And to, in his words, many of you told me how our competition tries to use funding and allocation to restrict or block your ability to market and sell Radeon-based products in the manner that you and your customers desire. Hmm. So AMD's coming out swinging against these GeForce partner program allegations. But they're not actually saying they, well, they, they haven't put, directly they addressed the it, interestingly. No. It makes you wonder. I mean, it's, it's clear if this program exists, <laughs> it's hard not to believe that it doesn't at this point. But if it does, uh, even AMD can't get their partners to go on the record saying it exists, which is kind of funny. Huh? I'm curious to see how much of a difference it actually makes, because like the SS, Asus Ares boards, they basically look like the ROG products with different stickers on them. I mean, they look just as good as what was there before. It's solely a name. So it, it's going to depend if this exists and they're going to be Radeon exclusive brands. This will be interesting to see whether they're basically just mirror versions of the NVIDIA cards, but with different names. Right. But they do say gaming on them because that, that was kind of one of the concerns people had. Was like a, a, You could not brand an AMD Radeon as a gaming card, right? Which definitely would have been a big hit that's not the way i i personally or, originally read kyle's report no on it. I, I don't think, think kyle was, did but yeah, yeah i think it was uh a top gaming brand it could be it has to be nvidia only not necessarily, not necessarily that i couldn't say gaming but like a top gaming brand had to be nvidia exclusive is the way i read kyle's report which again hasn't been confirmed but there's an awful lot of smoke this week. And he's actually, Kyle's also, I, he's had two other stories. So one is, you know, uh, that HP and Dell are pushing back against this. And I think he's also saying that, uh, that makes sense. people are, there's some smoke and mirrors about him saying that he's being paid off for, by AMD or whatever. Some, I don't if we want to get into yep. the weeds on that or not, but definitely there's been some pushback against what he's reported. Yeah, he actually reported that he asked around. He doesn't know about Lenovo, but he said his sources say that HP and Dell are pushing back against the idea of having NVIDIA exclusive brands of their, you know, Inspiron or HP Omen lines or whatever. They want to be able to use those across the board is basically what Kyle's report says at Hardy CP. Wow. Interesting. Because, you know, I will say um, one thing people don't understand is HP and, and Dell are their huge companies. It's pretty tough to get them to if they want something, they usually get it. So I, I'll be interested to see how that sort of settles out between HP and, and Dell and suppliers, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. I mean, there's a reason why HP for a long, long time used AMD well before anybody else did, right? They sort of wanted some option against Intel. So mm -hmm. I'll have to see. Although I do wonder, so like how much do you think it's going to hurt Radeon cards um, if they're not branded Republic of Gamer, which pretty big brand. Or whatever mm -hmm. MSI, or I guess Oris, or for uh, for well, I for think there there is a lot like people under overestimate and underestimate how much value there is in a brand. Like there are normal people, if you buy a Republic of Gamers Tricks card and you love it, next time you go to upgrade, you're gonna look for a Republic of Gamers Tricks card. If it's an Ares card, I mean, you're not gonna necessarily know that's the same thing, right? Yeah. So we'll have to see. I think it won't be as big as a uh, blow as if they don't have new graphics cards to counter nvidia's new graphics card generation yeah but <laughs> <laughs> uh well we do have some people in the chat saying they like the name better at least uh, aries really yeah, with yeah. the z i hate it it's, the z yeah. is pretty terrible <laughs> the z throws me off it's aries with a z not an s yeah <laughs> i'm an does. editor it makes my eye twitch uh, yeah well plus you know the thing is they used to have uh, uh asus used to have an aries brand of of gaming cards right they it were big AR. badass ones yeah they were just giant bad mother cards that are, i have one somewhere in my garage it's like a, it's, <laughs> it's mother cards it, they're just like a motherboard. I'll bring it in. It's massive. It's it's big as it's in the garage for a reason. It's giant. So, <laughs> but I'm surprised they had to do it with the Z. And I th I thought they were just going to go recycle an older brand, older gaming brand. But man, this I makes it fresh, Gordon. Yeah, maybe that's it. Like uh, wearing your hat backwards with some glasses. Like <laughs> uh, 
Leslie says uh, the that they're waiting for ROM Republic of Miners. <laughs> ROM. So. Yeah. Isn't that already over? That whole mining thing. Mm. Cards are already back to normal, I guess. No, sort of. not, no. Normal. no. not fully. Not they're fully. just not as crazy, but they're still kind of crazy. <laughs> really? Yeah. You say still pay two hundred and thirty bucks for a ten fifty Ti. Say. Oh, that's not any better. <laughs> I just because I, I get these news alerts saying, "Hey, you can get this GeForce 1080 uh, on on Nvidia's website at at you know retail price." I mean, that's and been picking up more. The yeah, availability but. is getting a little bit better f- direct from certain vendors, like you know buying directly from Nvidia. And I did see a deal the other day for a six gig GTX 1060 for like at normal ish retail, but that went really quick. Yeah, one at this price. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> it's it's still not great. Okay, so that sucks. It's like instead of so yeah, super a lot, just only kind of a lot. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like ones of the futures will have new names if they're using Radeon cards. I yeah, mm. I just I mean it is a bummer that they have to start all. I mean it's a bummer, but the nice thing I think. I don't think this is as killer. It's still all shady, but I think it's not as killer given how easy it is to do internet research these days. You just like, you know, type, what is this? And then read it and you'll get like a full thread of everyone discussing it and you'll really get a quick, you know, summary of what it means. I think this would have been far more damaging back in the days of like, I don't know, before smartphones where you're at a store, um, whether that's, you know, Best Buy or something more, you know, local, like a central computer and you're looking at two different cards and you don't really know which one to get and you just kind of go by name recognition right but now you can pull out your phone and say what the heck does this mean and you're like oh that's really just this and i'll get this one instead oh wow it's cheap it's cheaper on amazon (laughs) (laughs) to be honest until cards reach reasonable prices again you're just going to buy the cheapest one that you can buy yeah Yeah. so yeah (laughs) yeah that's true the name on the box doesn't really matter yeah true yeah, but it, it does. I mean, all these companies, like the Republic of Gamers, is a huge brand. They've invested millions of dollars in building it, it up for years and years and years. So, so now, if they, you know, Radeon is pushed off on its own to have to start all over again, it puts them as at a disadvantage. But I'm with you, Brad. You're right. I mean, who cares if there is no Navi that competes with, you know, whatever the next generation of video part is? Right. That's all that really matters. I think so. I mean, I think someone's going to first think I want an RX 580 before they think I want an Asus ROG RX 580, right? Right. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Very true. Well, we'll have to see how this all plays out. I mean, it, I, who would have thought this drama would have gone on this long? So it's quite a, quite amazing. It's interesting that AMD is starting to push back. So. Yeah. Or at least PR spin it. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And, and Get out in front. Something is always different every day. All right. So I, I think we're running right up on the end here. We got any questions we need to clear up? Yeah, we got two. Uh, one that uh, I'm hoping doesn't go into too much of an old man Gordon rant. Oh, uh, no. Brian Mitchell <laughs> on YouTube saying, when will Intel get in on this GPU game? They're already there, man. <laughs> They've already hired uh, Raja. Roger Kadori, who, you know, was basically a rock star of GPUs from from AMD. He's he's sitting in a cubicle or an office. Well, they everybody has a cubicle at Intel, sitting in a cubicle with an Intel logo on his shirt right now. So <laughs> they're they're there. Um I like I for me, I sort of thought, well, God, you know, how do you go from nothingness to competing with huge NVIDIA and AMD overnight? But I gotta say People don't remember going way, way back. Intel had Larrabee. I can't remember how long ago it was, but it was like a lifetime ago. Intel had Larrabee. It was their discrete GPU. I remember talking to people back then who had seen it, uh, Alienware specifically. It's like, yeah, this thing is like, it's not bad. You really, they're like, this is a competitive part, is what I was told privately. And uh, it never came out. Intel decided, uh, <laughs> we're not going to come out. They just like took it off the table, put it on. It's like, but I kind of wonder if Intel that entire time still had somebody on that team. They were still kind of going on it the whole time. Because they, you know, they're smart guys and gals. They do know that there was GPU coming. I don't think they realized how quickly it would get here or how much, how competitive it would be. So they've uh, also been investing in, in integrated graphics this entire time. So oh, they have? Like they've been sitting still. <laughs> 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 oh, to some Hey-o. degree. 
<laughs> they yeah, have. they just bought that one from AMD, remember? <laughs> well, that's discreet. But you know what's crazy? It's true. And I'm going to, they always say this. They're like, because, you know, I'm like, I've been the worst critic of, of Intel IGP. Last time I saw him, I was like, you know, you can run, you can run Crisis on it. It's like, you really can. I ran Crisis on IGP that, for the APU, right? It was like, you yeah. really can. You really can, but we, you know we are talking about a twelve-year-old game or something like that. It's, it is amazing you can do that on integrated graphics. I wouldn't want to. I mean, but you know, it is. They have come a long way, but you know. But that's. I think actually that brings us back full circle to. That's the value proposition for Intel that AMD doesn't have with these new Ryzen chips because you need discrete graphics to run this Ryzen 7 2700X, whereas the Intel chips come with the integrated graphics. You can just plug it in and use it. Although if you're buying a $330 card, you're probably buying a discrete graphics card anyway. Well, at right. least for, uh, you know, like, uh, you know, if, if you got maybe you have a problem with your GPU and you need to do some testing, you know. Yeah. It's, it, it's always nice to have a backup. Is, yeah. It is really nice yeah. to have that backup. But, but you also have to realize on desktop, that is 99% of the time doing nothing. Yeah. So you've basically paid for Silicon to sit there and read a newspaper for like the entire time <laughs> you're using your computer. I will say what's interesting, though, is that news that they're trying to <laughs> use the IGP to scan for malware on the PC. Yeah. I was listening to something about that last night. It's, you know, I mean, that's interesting. I mean, yeah. if... That could be... It seems like Intel is very much about we're going to leverage our other technologies. We're going to use... Hey, you don't have an IGP in Ryzen 7. Coffee Lake, whatever S gives you this IGP. In background, it's always scanning. Doesn't hurt any gaming performance. Doesn't hurt any performance. It's always scanning for malware. And it does it super fast because we have dedicated hardware for it. And then it seems like, you know, you can clearly see where this is going. We I talk a little bit with Jim. It's like they're also going to go, hey, Optane, by the way, that we've now put into a memory slot or on an EMIB or something gives you this huge performance in in storage. Only on Intel, right? So, <laughs> bum 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 bum. I mean, you can. I mean, yeah, I can't blame them because they're, oh, they're no. going to leverage the tools they have. We, they're going to oh. leverage the tools they have. They've got these tools. They're going to use them. They they have advantages over AMD, and they're going to use them. Well, it'll be interesting to see whether it's enough to matter to to uh, people who buy PCs. But it's good news for consumers, though. Oh yeah, having all yeah. these kind of options. Right. Nice. Competition's good, right? Competition's sure. good for us. All right, we got to wrap it up. Uh, we got two uh, really quick questions uh, that 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 I'm going to throw in here. Uh, Moxel over on Twitch uh, is asking, "What performance gain should we expect from Intel's upcoming 10 nanometer and also AMD's 7 nanometer?" Never know until they're here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we don't know. Nobody knows. I wouldn't bet on anything. Fifty percent benchmark improvement overnight is his follow up. No, I you know we don't know right because it's a problem as you get smaller and smaller. There's a lot of marketing with nanometers now. I don't know. I mean, you could come out with it and like, oh my god, these are awesome, and the yields are so bad that we can't afford them. So it doesn't really matter if the yields aren't there to get the prices down. So, ten nanometer was supposed to be here like a year or two ago, but it's just been getting pushed back because it's that hard to make. So right. I so wouldn't we'll put. I wouldn't commit to eating paper for anything. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. we have plenty of paper. Uh, all right, last question from uh, Tech We Love over on YouTube. I'm saving for a titanium plus PSU, but it is. But is it naughty of me to wish that there was an even more efficient PSU standard available to the general public market? Is titanium plus endgame? I think at this point, I haven't really paid too close attention to the power efficiency stuff on PSUs in a long time, but I think they topped out at titanium, which, frankly, I never did understand anyway. Because um, mm -hmm. if you look at the standards, remember it was like bronze, gold, and then platinum, mm -hmm. and titanium. Believe me, if I had 10 pounds, you offered me 10 pounds of titanium or 10 <laughs> pounds of platinum or 10 pounds of gold, I will take the platinum <laughs> or the gold over the titanium. So I, I'll never understand that. Uh, you might want to check out. Good. Uh, just yesterday, Anon Tech published a really deep review of Corsair's new 1600i AX power supply, which is the follow up to the 1500 <clears throat> AX power, whatever supply we've been using it in pc world system for years which was like one of the gold standards and i guess this has so you should go check that out over at an tech oh nice. really okay nice. 
Yeah, they just published it yesterday. Uh, Leslie on YouTube says uh, it's going to be Adamantium, which I like because that's my <laughs> name. So. Wow, you know they could license that from Disney? Or, I mean, not Adamantium because everybody knows Vibranium now. Yeah, Adamantium, or, 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 by the way, is stronger than Vibranium. What about uh, Unobtainium from... Uh... <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if they had that in the Marvel Universe or not. Uh, no, Unobtainium was from... Um, uh, what was that? Uh... That bad movie, The Core? No, no, the the uh, not, not Ridley Scott. Wait, one, I can't. Oh my god! Anyway, the with the blue people, uh, Pandora, Avatar. Avatar. Yeah, I think I think Unobtainium yep. was what they were trying to mine. Yeah. Oh my goodness! <laughs> Which yep, that's it. Yep. yep. <laughs> anyway, wow! Uh, I bet the same. They got that same name from the person who did the font for <laughs> for it, right? I'm so surprised yeah. you didn't just strike the entire movie out of your memory like yeah. I did. Well, you know, it was. <laughs> It was good 3D tech. I, I was interested <laughs> in the 3D tech. <sighs> uh, but thank you to everyone who asked in questions. Uh, I, if you can blame it on me uh, at Adam P Murray on uh, on Twitter. I have to go, so we're, we're we got to wrap this up, Gordon. Why don't you take us out? Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, we got to go. After you polluted our minds with I know. a, a <laughs> I know. reference to, sorry. to what was the movie called again? Avatar. Uh-huh. Avatar. Oh my God. I'm sorry. I, we apologize. Uh, for that but check back in hopefully a week for your fix of pc talk on the full nerd for audio less list- than a week less than a week oh my gosh it's friday right it's friday yeah. yeah yes check back for check back in less than a week for your hot pc talk on the full nerd for audio listeners subscribe to us on itunes Every time you do, uh, something clever is said here, but not right now. <laughs> you can also... Friday. Yes, on Friday. But you definitely should review us on, on uh, iTunes. Also, you can listen to us on Google Play, Stitcher. Send questions and comments to the full nerd at PCWorld.com, which I will eventually read one of these days. Thanks for coming. I'm Gordon Mong with Brad Charkas. Go read his review. Elaine Yee. Bye, everyone. And Adam Patrick Murray will take us out. Oh, no. Man, don't blow smoke in your case, man. That just messes all the stuff up. Don't do it. <laughs>